Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Franzo. I'll tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. What's up, everyone? Brian Fanzo, iSocial Fans, back for another episode of FOMO Fans. And you know what? Uh, uh, I'm on the road. I didn't bring my podcasting microphone with me. And I actually decided I, was, I, I posted a couple rant posts uh, on really just sharing my thoughts on some things that are really bothering me uh, in the marketing, social media, PR, sales community. And I posted one on LinkedIn. I posted one on Facebook. And definitely wasn't my goal to end up turning these posts into uh, a FOMO fans episode. But, you know, I based on really the feedback, based on the amount of traction they got, I thought it was kind of a perfect topic for this audience, for everything that we kind of talk about on this show. And and the first and they're both kind of they, they play into each other. But, you know, what I, I'm really getting tired of or what I think that is pretty amazing is that. You know, with social media today, with email marketing, even with the power of the cell phone, uh, I believe it's you know it, it's empowered us to do some amazing things. And I'm all for social media. I'm all for market. I'm all for everything that that this technology um, allows us to do. But it also it's really allowed us to be lazy as crap. And what I mean by that is not only you know I I have a kind of a a, a vent or a, a rant I seem to be like almost every couple of months on how much email marketing bothers me in, in many ways. But, you know, this idea where whatever the trend that started sales leaders sending a cold email to someone and then a couple of days later sending another email saying, hey, I'm, I'm bumping this to the top of your list. I know you're busy, but I just wanted to make sure you didn't miss it. And then following that email up with, you know, a couple of days later, because, you know, those first two emails weren't enough to, you know, pummel in our feed, they follow up and say, I haven't heard back from you, just checking in on you. You know, and then a week later, they say, just in case you missed my last three emails, just in case you, uh, these got lost in your, your busy folder, I want to make sure that you're aware of this. And then last but not least, they say, oh, I know you're busy and you probably don't even want to, uh, are interested in my product or, or what I'm trying to sell, but blah, 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 blah. And to me, this idea of keep knocking down people until they say yes, especially in the social media digital space, is freaking ridiculous. And it needs to stop. And it needs to stop now. And I think one of the things that I was amazed with is that I posted this on LinkedIn. And I posted it this morning, the day that I'm recording this episode. And it, it's about, uh, I'd say, eight hours later. Uh, it's got 23 comments over 2,000 views, and the salespeople are defensive and saying, well, what the hell do you want me to do? Or uh, isn't it your responsibility to reply back and say not interested? All of this surprised me, and again, I look at this as lazy. I don't know about you guys. And on top of that kind of laziness, I think there's this element where and – I, and I like people that challenge me back. And I said, okay, can I ask you a question? This is – from James New that replied to my LinkedIn mess. He said, how would you like to be sold to? As a director of sales, that would really benefit my team. Thanks in advance. Well, here's the thing. Breaking news, nobody likes being sold to. Nobody likes being marketed at. 
Honestly, nobody likes being forced or told or advertised, but there is a right way of doing it. And for me, this idea where if you get my email address and you believe that I am the ideal customer for your product or your service and you email me, that's a, that's, that's, that's a start, right? I think part of the problem is we just blanket, blanket spray everybody. We don't care if they're the ideal customer or not. We just figure if we send out 200,000 emails that maybe we'll get 20 people to open them and we'll get five of those people to become customers and that's good enough. And I say, I say that's a part of the problem. But let's say let, – let's not throw that in the mix. Let's, let's, let, let's assume that the sales leader is doing their due diligence. They've researched me or they've come across my email address or they went to my website and they said, wow, this person is ideal for my product or service. And I send them an email. And I wait a couple of days and they're not replying back and I'm not getting feedback. For me, this is when it's your job, if I am the ideal customer, to get your content in front of me in a way that isn't via email. Sending me another email that I didn't respond to the first email, to me, is, is, that's, that's not getting in front of me. So I would, I, I would say, why not target a Facebook ad towards those that you believe are your ideal customers, including me, with a piece of content or even – Better yet, why don't start a conversation on social or on my page or share my piece of content? Here's the thing, and I, and I say this a lot, and it's something that I always say, show you care before you want someone to care about you. And here's the thing. When you email me, with your, it's a cold email. I've never heard of your company. I've never heard of, your, of who you are. I don't even know what your product or service is, and I don't respond to you. It's now your job to build a relationship with me. It's now your job is to care about, make me care before you want me to care about your product. So maybe it's, you know, maybe it's putting a, uh, an advertisement in front of me. Maybe it's, you know, connecting with me on other social channels, building a relationship. I mean, heaven forbid you reach out to me on Twitter or you share a piece of content, you tag me in that, that, that tweet. Then guess what I usually do if someone shares my content? I reply back to the tweet and say, thanks so much for sharing. I'm so glad you found my content. What was something you found interesting on that piece of content? And maybe this is where you follow up as a sales leader and say, well, actually, I got to your site. I felt you were an ideal client for my, my product and service. And then this piece of content really spoke to me. And I, was, and I would reply back and say, what is your product or service? And they can say, I actually sent you an email. Let me send you another email just to bump that up and bring that to your attention. And oh my goodness, now instead of that email looking like an annoying attention grab, now you've connected with me, you got my attention, you started a conversation, and you actually have me excited about reading your email. I mean, heaven forbid we do this in the sales cycle and we have someone excited. I, I, I mean, I, and maybe it's just because I, I don't consider myself someone that is, you know, a hundred percent into the sales game. But I feel this is lazy as crap. Just sending an email, a follow-up email, and we know damn well these are all automated as hell, right? Like, okay, send an email. If no one opens it, if the person doesn't open the email after three days, send another email. And if, it, but you know, part of the problem is we're sending an email. We're not adding any additional value with the second email or the third one. We're simply saying bumping this to the top. I know you're too busy, but and I think all of these lead to lazy engagement. And guess what I do? Guess what I do when someone does that? I see the first email. I'm not interested. And here's the thing. You want something from me. I don't need anything from you. Therefore, I'm not going to take the time to reply to every single one of these. And I had, I had a bunch of sales leaders on my LinkedIn tell me that, well, isn't it, a, isn't it your responsibility to reply back and tell them that you're not interested? No, it's not. 
You got my email. You emailed me. It's because you want something. It does not mean I have to do anything in return. And the fact that you you do not care about my time or my you know, or my my email inbox that you you follow up with additional emails really bothers me. On top of that, additional emails that don't add any more value start any conversations. Rather than saying bumping this back to the top, why not have a follow up email and say, Hey, I, I pinged you on email. I don't think I caught your attention, but this blog post goes into more detail about what I'm trying to sell you, right? Like, and, and then that's where I look at this as just a massive problem. It bothers me. Um, and here's what I do. And to go back to that point is I, I hit the spam folder and say, block this person from emailing me again. So guess what? You as a lazy sales leader, you emailed me, you emailed me a second time, you emailed me a third time, bumping it to the top. Not only did you lose my sale in that moment, but you lost the opportunity to email me a future sale that might be more relative that I might reply to because guess what? I'm blocking you in Gmail. I'm making sure because you don't care about me now. Why the hell should I care about you later? And so my warning to sales leaders and those that are using these tactics is yes, it can be effective because it is a noisy world. And yes, we have lots of people that are busy. But here's the problem with this. You might not only just lose a sale today, you might lose the future opportunity to sell to that person for forever in the future because you've spammed them. You've annoyed them so much so that you unfollow, they, they block you or they, they, they report your email as spam. And I can tell you in the last couple of weeks, I've been doing this a lot. If you are a sales leader and you are spamming my inbox and you continue to do it and you continue to nag me, you get, you get blocked. You are no longer going to have the opportunity to get yourself in front of me. And that's a hell of a lot harder of a future sale than it is if you, you just email me if I wasn't interested and connect with me elsewhere. So that was my LinkedIn post. Uh, I'll include that link here in the uh, bio of the, or in the show notes of this episode. And then on Facebook, I've been getting an onslaught of emails from people that, and, and the start of the email says, Dear Brian, we are huge fans of your podcast, FOMO fans. So of course I'm reading it. I'm like, hell yeah, more fans of the show. And then it says, we've been fans of the show since episode one. And we love the, the way that you do interviews on your interview podcast. And we would like you to introduce you to blah, 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 blah. We would, we think our, our CEO selling this product, blah, 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 would be a perfect guest for your podcast. Here's their full bio and pitch. Here's the products that we want to sell. And let us know when you can get our person on our podcast. And now here's the thing with this, and there's multiple elements of this bothers me. The first one is you are a lying piece of crap because you did not listen to my podcast. Because if you did listen to my podcast, this is episode 70 that I'm recording right now. I have four episodes total that have a guest on the show. Four. Four out of 70. So if you listen to this show, you would know that it is not an interview podcast. It is Brian ranting and sharing his thoughts like I am right now. And you would not send me that email saying it's an interview podcast or this is a perfect interview person. Now, on top of that, I posted this on Facebook, posted about eight hours ago. And here's the thing. The post itself has got over 100 comments and over 111 likes. But a majority of the people, the majority of the people that are replying to this are telling me, Brian, I get the same thing every day. Brian, my podcast gets that. Brian, my live show gets that. Brian, people pummel my blog post saying they want to put guest blog posts on without ever reading. People that are saying, hey, I, I know that your blog is for Instagram experts, but I think you should uh, – our blog post on teeth whitening is a perfect example, which is what Jen Herman, uh, one of my good friends, commented. So here's the problem. Here's what I look at this, and this is another one of those things that this is lazy. This is idiotic. This is ruining. And here's the other piece of this that is really ridiculous. Why is this a normal thing and why are people getting away with it? 
And when I, when I first think of that is it, it must work. People are doing this where they are PR people. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to call this PR people. And maybe it's not PR, but I'm going to throw PR here. Is that I think PR people are just saying they're getting an email list of everyone that has a podcast. And they're blasting the same message, just replacing the name of the podcast and trying to get their person on shows. And the worst part is it must be working or they're just that damn stubborn because why are they continuing to do this over and over and over again? It is not only is it lazy, but to me, it it doesn't take long to say, hey, here's a list of podcasts that we really would love to be on. Why don't we listen to a couple episodes on each one of those podcasts and we we find a way to find common ground with the host? Because just telling me you want to be on my show, you're not going to get on my show. Even if you're a friend of mine, you're not going to get on my show, let alone you're not even someone I don't know. Oh, on top of that, your PR person is reaching out. You don't even have the decency to reach out yourself as a quote unquote thought leader that wants to, to take my time and be on my show. What the hell is wrong with people? And I, and I am, I'm fired up. I am, I, I think this is lazy. This is another example of laziness. And it bothers me even more that I have a hundred plus comments of people saying that they're getting this kind of engagement every single day in their email box. The fact that people are not even taking the, t- if you want part of my time, if you want to be on my show, if you want to, you want me to get, to introduce you to my audience, you damn well better take the time to listen to my show, understand who I am. I mean, I, it, I, I used to get annoyed when people would email me and say, Brian, uh, I would like to help you be better at social media. And I'm like, did you see what kind of company I own? I own a social media agency. Like that used to bother me. But then I just realized those, those were people that were just they're, – they're, they're annoying and they're just trying to cut the bait. But to, these two examples, in my opinion, are what is wrong with tech people today in the digital space. You do not respect people's time. You don't respect their inbox. You don't even take the time to show respect and research what you were trying to be a part of. And, 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 and the crazy part is this, is why is this continuing to be a growing trend? And how can we, as a community of consumers, how can we stop this from happening? Because this is the problem. I block people, but does that really stop them? Uh, I know there's a lot of people that were posting on my LinkedIn that they expect you know, as a salesperson, they expect you to reply back and say, um, I'm not interested. Thanks anyhow, which I think is annoying because you want something from me. I don't need anything from you. Why should I have to take the initiative to stop you from bothering me when you want something from me in the first place? But I, I really don't know the answer. And you guys know, I'm not afraid to say I don't know here on the FOMO fans podcast. And the the problem I'm having right now is that this is this is becoming best practices. This is being taught by salespeople. This is being adopted. This is this is continuing to grow, and it's getting out of not only is it getting out of hand, but I think it's ruining the medium. I already hate my email my email inbox to begin with because it has annoying email newsletters that are full of crap. It has um, lots of you know contact forms that people don't need things. It has lots of spam from things I don't even remember signing up. Like I don't like my inbox already today. I actually can't stand my email inbox, and that's not breaking news for you guys here on the FOMO Fan Podcast, but. On top of that, now I have salespeople sending me one email, two emails, three emails, trying to bump it up the list because you think you're clever by saying that you're doing me a favor and not getting this email you know, dropped way down on my list. Breaking news, people, it, relationships, and, and people buy from people they like. Here's the other part of this that I will scream until I cannot stop screaming. People buy from people that they can relate to and that people that care about them. If you if you're a salesperson and you don't and I don't reply to your email, here's here's a tip. 
why don't you reply with another email and say, you might not have saw my email and I know you're probably overwhelmed. Here's a blog post about five things to, to be less overwhelmed. And maybe if you read this blog post and you become less overwhelmed, maybe you'll check out my, my, my email that I sent you. Like, how, I mean, this is, this is what I look at this is if you want me to care about what you're doing, you have to show you care about me. You need to do a little bit of research. You need to do a little bit of engagement. And if you're not going to do that, at the very least, do not spam me. Do not waste my damn time. Do not pummel me with all of this additional piece because this is what I think the problem with social media is when brands are tagging people or, or leaders are tagging. You know, If you tag me in every single one of your posts on social media, I unfollow and, un- and block you because if your content's that good, I will find it. I will discover it. It's my own way of doing it. And the other thing about social media, and this is the same thing with your email inbox, and I'm going to wrap this up, this episode on this uh, up, and hopefully you guys are enjoying this little bit of a rant from my hotel room here in, in Atlanta, Georgia uh, today. And I'm actually recording this on my iPhone. So if it's, uh, if it's a little windy, I'm moving my head back and forth because I am fired up. And this isn't on Facebook Live or Periscope because I just wanted to get this out, out to you guys, is that here's how, here's how I look at this whole thing, is that... You know, to build relationships, it takes time. And the power of social media is, is, I believe, extremely powerful. But not everyone has to be on social media. Not everyone has to be submitting their email addresses. But here's the thing about it. We, what is the great part about email newsletters is that the person, the receiving of the email gets to decide what content they, they like, what content they, they don't like. They, re- they re- decide who they unsubscribe from. They descri- decide who they do subscribe from. Just like on social media, when people complain and say, God, Brian, I'm so annoyed. I keep seeing stuff like this, this, and this in my social media feed. You know what I say? Unfollow and block that content. You are the controller of your feed. Just like your email box, I get to describe, decide, <laughs> I get to describe, I get to describe or decide what I unsubscribe to. And here's the part, and this is the part that I think brands and sales leaders and PR leaders are not getting, and it's this simple. If you spam, if you don't care about my time, if you spam my email box, if you spam my news feed, if you just cold reach out to me and you annoy me and you continue to do it over again, guess what you do? You lose the opportunity, not only now, but in the future. And I will ask every single one, every PR person, every salesperson, every marketing person, here's the question that I have for you. Is being lazy today for a quick sell, for a quick email, for a quick uh, advertisement, for a quick guest spot on a podcast, is it worth losing the opportunity to turn that person into a customer from now until forever? My guess is no. So when you're about to send that spammy email block or you're about to mass request every podcaster that's out there to be a guest on their show, ask yourself this, is it worth me getting this person on that show or getting this person to read that one email that I sent so much so that if I do, that I close them and if I don't, I lose them for life. And my guess is it's probably going to be worth taking your time. Stop spamming. Stop trying to reach 100,000 people that might like your product. Start building a relationship with 100 people that will like your product and will want to buy your product because you care to build a relationship with them. People buy from people they like. People buy from people they relate to. And people buy from people that care about our time, our inbox, and our world. I am fed up and I don't think we should be able to stand for it anymore. And here's my call to action for everybody that's out there is block these people. Spam. If, if you're getting annoyed, if someone 
is does not respect your time, if someone does not respect your what your what your inbox is, what your life is, if they believe they can just continue to spam you, continue to waste your time, block them. Take take action and stop them from doing it because until we start doing that, people will continue to get away with that. And on that note, this is a shorter episode because I respect your time and I don't need every episode to go 30 minutes long if I don't have 30 minutes worth of things to say. So I thank you guys for tuning in. I'm excited. Episode 70 is in the books. I'm tired of laziness. I do not believe social media, email marketing gives us an excuse to be lazy. Let's not be lazy. Let's build relationships. Let's stand out from the noise and let's do things the right ways. Cheers, my friends, and make it a great day. And remember, go above and beyond to let people know that you care about them. The power of digital, in my opinion, is the ability to show you care before someone realizes that you want them to care about you. For Brian Fanzo, I'm a fans. <laughs>